17 seconds from game seven or from championship number six. Jordan, open, Chicago with the lead. Washington outside left, Roethlisberger has time, throws to the back of the end zone and it is caught for a touchdown by Holmes. A minute remaining and they're putting Curry in the pick and roll trying to get him on earth. Irving and Curry, one-on-one, -on -one. Irving puts it up, it's good, Kyrie Irving from downtown. We're sending it in, Jerome, that's for damn sure. Yes, 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 what is up everybody? Welcome to uh, another special edition of Taproom Sports Podcast. I'm your host Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. Join with my man, Swerving Irving Washington, and Big Ball and Ben Larson. We got a lovely show on deck. We are previewing the NFL tonight. We got a handful of games. We're going to do an extra game than we normally do this week, too, because I think we got a good one on deck, um, which we just came to ingredients on right before we went on. So excited to get this show started. How are you guys doing tonight? I'm doing good. Can't chill, can't complain. Getting closer to Friday, so it means, <laughs> means it's good for me. This guy and this fucking Fridays, dude. Well, Every Weekend warrior, bro. Weekend warrior. You are, you really are a weekend warrior. Hey, appreciate that once you get older. Yeah. I do have to mention we are being brought to you by Tavour. Make sure to go to Tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. That's craft beer delivered straight to your front door. You don't even got to leave your couch. Now that it's uh, the pandemic's kind of over, it's, it's uh, you know, more people are leaving their couch, so it's not as cool. Yeah, but you that, still but... can't get a lot of those beers. Uh, it's true. You cannot you know, get a lot of those local, beers so. unless you're local to some of those areas. So if you are, if you do like craft beer, it is a great service. I do recommend it. Tavour.com, promo code TAPROOM, $10 off your first purchase, $25 or more. It's basically two free beers on us. So you're welcome. And thank you. That being said, uh, you know, we don't really have a ton of news today, uh, NFL-wise, NFL-worthy. Uh, baseball is a little boring. We basically only have the Mets and Braves battling for the NL East. I um, mean, Judge hit 60 today. That's pretty It's pretty, pretty big. I think the bigger story in that game is how trash Will Crow is because he went into the ninth inning up 9-4 to four and ends up losing the game, dude. Yep. That's, Damn. That's pretty trash. Um, but, yeah, Judge, 60 home runs. I mean, it's, it's incredible. The guy's going to get a ginormous contract this offseason and will honestly probably be overpaid because uh, he'll probably never duplicate what he did this year. But that's you know, that is what it is. As long as he stays close to it, he'll be all right. 40 home runs a year, 100-plus RBIs. Then, I mean, on a better team could be... I mean, that's the most impressive thing to me is that he's really yeah, been doing... lineup this is dog shit. Dog yeah. shit team, dude. Um, And, that you know, the White Sox just gave up four runs in the top of the 11th inning, so um, RIP to the White Sox playoff chances. Pack them up. They're basically... Did you see, uh, what is it, 29 points in the uh, Blue Jays-Phillies game today? Damn. Yep. 18 to 11. It's more points scored than <laughs> most Iowa football games this year. Yeah. True story, dude. Worst QB in the FBS. 
Oh, oh, by far, dude. It's not even close anymore. The Mexico QB is better than him. <laughs> the A's just beat the uh, Mariners, too, by the way. Four to one. The Dodgers are losing to the uh, Diamondbacks. Yeah, but they won the game earlier. Yeah, doubleheader. Yeah, yeah, we won the first game. We're not gonna get the record, but we probably went like one ten. Nah, I mean, dude, it would have taken you guys that would have had to go fourteen and two in your last sixteen games to win the record. Yeah, yeah. we'll we'll probably win like one ten. Yeah, but we'll get the record next year when we get Shohei Otani. <laughs> dude, the record doesn't right. even matter. You guys are like the best uh, regular season team all the time, and then you guys fuck it. End up choking yeah, in the playoffs. Kershaw, That's man. fine. Just look at your hat. That's all I got to say. Hey, nine world titles, bro. That's more than the Dodgers. So. That's fine. Count <laughs> you them up, won. baby. Count them up. Nine. You ever won one since 89, though. Nine. I don't care. I was born in 89. I mean, I was I was alive in 89. I was born before 89. Yeah, I was alive, I was alive in uh, 2020, so we good. <sighs> bro, you got less championships than the A's, too, bro. And he... Giants got lucky on all three of those, dude. Yeah, that's, why they been, that's why they ain't been shit since. Dude, seriously, like they sold it's their okay. souls to the fucking baseball gods, dude. I still, I still got to be there, so that's all that matters. Wait, didn't they go to seven games in all those World Series too? No, not no. all of them. Because the the Tiger series, they won I think in six or five. Yeah, they dominated okay. that shit, and then um, I think the Ranger series they dominated too. But they did go to like seven games in all the NLCSs. Okay, there, the there. Cardinals that series. Was that that game seven in twenty twelve? <laughs> uh, was that the one against the Cardinals? Yeah. Then somebody hit a walk off or some shit. Yep. When Scudero was out there in the in the rain, bro, fucking beautiful. That was the uh, triple hit game too. Dude, oh my god, dude. The, oh my god, the White Sox are so terrible, dude. What the hell is going on? They gave up more runs. This dude went to go steal third, and the catcher goes to throw it, and the dude doesn't catch it, and he fucking walks home. Ten to Damn. five now. They scored five runs in the top of the eleven. Dude, the, the Cleveland Guardians just put up ten runs in this game. I don't think they scored ten runs in the last two weeks combined. That's impressive. Oh. Yeah. That's impressive. Is they going to win the division? Oh, yeah. yeah. For sure now, dude, because the closest team to them is the White Sox. The White Sox basically had to sweep this series to – Make it close and not looking good. Anyway, sorry to all the White Sox fans. I apologize. But let's talk about some NFL football, why don't we? Um, We're heading into week three. We got an excellent Thursday night matchup. I mean, a barn burner. Uh, We got the Steelers heading into Cleveland. The Steelers right now, uh, they are plus four. Cleveland um, Browns, I almost said Guardians. I had them on my mind. Cleveland Guardians, minus four. Some of these spots you could get plus four and a half. So if you like the Steelers, you can get that extra half point. If you like the Browns, look, shot forward at minus four. And then the over-under, the total is 38 and a half, which seems relatively low for a Cleveland team that's been putting up points but can't stop anybody. Yeah. What's your What's your thoughts about this game here? How much of a uh, problem do you think these injuries are going to be? You got well, Miles Garrett coming in as questionable. Chris Hubbard, questionable. Harrison Bryant, questionable. Well, Garrett's always questionable. Okay. As long as, dude, as long as by Tuesday you're not doubtful, you're going to play. 
You know, a lot of these coaches put guys like Tom Brady's been questionable on the in on the injury report since fucking like 2004. You know, some of these Tom coaches do that keeper, shit. For, so. What's that? Tom Brady's a crypt keeper, so he's fucking old as shit. <laughs> well, but I was so saying like some of these coaches is not some of these coaches put, do they do these injury desig- designations to kind of throw off the opponent. Yeah. Right. They've all learned from Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick is notorious for putting guys questionable throughout the entire week. And then the night before pulls their injury designation. So I wouldn't put a ton into questionable because two days before the game, questionable means they're going to play. It just means they didn't practice. And a lot of these veterans, they get time off from practice because they're veterans, right? They're good players. You're a dog shit player and you're questionable could be a little bit something. Um, but what what do you guys think about this game here? I mean, I'm leaning, I'm leaning uh, Cleveland here. Um, I think a big part of that is because of the game time weather is supposed to be 60 and rainy. Um, so that kind of just plays to, you know, plays to the run. And you've got two great running backs on, um, you know, on Cleveland here. And I'm not too sure really what's happening in Pittsburgh offensively. So I think the offensive firepower is going to be pointed towards Cleveland and defensively, I'd probably lean. I mean, both of these are good defenses, so I'd probably lean towards that under 38 and a half. Cleveland is not a good defense. Uh, they got good. I guess. Yeah. They're, they got good talent, but I mean, dude, this is not a if good they defense. Put a, yeah. If they love 24 to Carolina and, 31 to the Jets. That's and a big part of their issue. Is, I mean, they're 22nd DVOA right now in defense. And, and keep in mind, DVOA like is a weighted average compared to the rest of the league. Okay, so what's the Broncos right now? Mm-hmm. Uh, they are fifth DVOA. Okay, we got to stay fifth. You know, Jordan loves that DVOA, but more to what Ben is saying. If it's gonna be raining. And it's going to be 60 some degrees automatically gives Cleveland a leg up because Pittsburgh clearly don't have no trust in Mitchell Trubisky to push the ball downfield. Everything is dink and dunk and try to open up the run game with Najee. So until they start doing that, they probably definitely won't do that this game because it is expected to rain all game. Both teams is going to lean on the run game and then try to hit you over the top, probably with play action or you know, slants, stuff like that. You probably won't see too many deep balls thrown this game. No, it's only been two games, but I just haven't been too impressed with Najee. I expected him to come out strong this well, year. Well, the offensive and... line sucks dick. Yeah, yeah the offensive line, and I don't think he's 100% healthy. I think he's having, like, an ankle issue or a knee or something like that. Yeah, yeah, he's he not... had that first game. He's not 100% healthy. I, I think the biggest thing here is that, you know, TJ Watt, in my opinion, I think there's like two more players I can add to this list, but he coming into the season was one of three defensive players where like if they're out, he's worth points to the to the spread. Like if it's one, one and a half, he's definitely worth points. I mean, you saw last weekend, you know, the Steelers weren't as good defensively. And and the reason why I say that is because obviously New England isn't that great offensively. <laughs> you know what I mean? They weren't good offensively against Miami, who the Ravens, and, and while the Ravens are probably arguably right now the best offensive team through the first two weeks, I mean, the Ravens fucking 
they did whatever they wanted for the majority of that game, you know what I mean, yeah. against Miami. And Miami was supposedly, like, a great defense that we thought, right? So I, I kind of like the over in this game. 60 degrees and rainy, sure. But Cleveland's going to be able to run the ball. They run the ball versus everybody, right? I don't like the point spread here for the simple fact that I don't trust Jacoby Brissett, dude. Like, I'm not laying more than a field goal with Jacoby Brissett under center, dude. There's no chance. I don't care who the fuck the Steelers have a quarterback and who they don't have on defense. Well, I think, you know, to, to combat what you just said about the over and the under, I think if you're running the ball more, then you're more likely going to hit the under, especially if you don't trust the quarterbacks on each side because that clock is consistently running. Yeah, but the Browns the just let Joe Flacco and the Jets torch them, and they let – Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland and I'm sorry, not the Cleveland yeah, and, uh, and the Carolina putting Panthers. Putting a lot of trust in yeah, Trubisky, but we, you just said no. But we can I, say I'm putting as much trust we, in Trubisky as I am Baker Mayfield. <laughs> that can, ain't even a question. Yeah, but we can say also with confidence, Joe Flacco is known for pushing the ball downfield. Joe Flacco pretty, is better. I would take him over Baker Mayfield for sure. I and. Uh, and Mitchell Trubisky, so and Trubisky, yeah. let's keep in. <laughs> let's and also let's keep in keep it in context too. That was a good weather game that they played in. Mm-hmm. When the ball is raining and it's slippery and it's wet, sometimes a receiver might miss a step trying to break off a route or trying to run his route due to the field being slippery. And they play on natural grass in Cleveland, so that could be definitely slow the game down. Too. Yeah, but you, you could also look at it like this. I mean, the Jets. They couldn't throw the ball on the Ravens, and the Ravens fucking let Tua and the Dolphins fucking throw for 476 yards. That's true, but the Ravens had a lot of blown coverages, too. That's here nor there, nor anywhere. I mean, there's context to it, but, you know, the Jets, they want to push the ball downfield. The Ravens didn't allow them to do that. You know what I mean? So... Dude, Mitchell so you, so you basically saying the Jets the 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 uh the Jets have a better defense than Cleveland. No, not the Jets. Why are the Jets? Wait, no, you said you said so you said the Ravens the Ravens have a better defense than Cleveland in. Yeah. Dude, Cleveland hasn't been able to stop nobody. Well That's true. They, That's well, true. they haven't been able to stop Carolina or, or New York. I think Baltimore's defense is one of the worst in the league. Uh, Baltimore defense DVOA right now, 21st, Cleveland 22nd. So, yeah, I would I, I agree with that. I, I do think – I don't think it, Cleveland's defense is much worse than Baltimore, but I definitely think it's – they're basically as bad as each other, I guess I would say. Um, where's Pittsburgh? Uh, Pittsburgh's eighth DVOA – but they were also first DVOA defense after the first week, so they dropped seven spots in a week. And and, and uh, New England only put up 17 points, so it's not like they lit them up. And Cincinnati put 20. Yeah, Cincinnati put up 20 on them. But they also had three interceptions. And, yeah. oh, the White Sox are making a comeback, boys. Oh, no. Oh, no. This is a game. We got ourselves a game. Uh, but back to this game. Ah, dude, there's no way I'm laying four points with with Cleveland, dude. No chance. Okay. I like the over. I think both teams are going to score. I could I could easily see this being like a 24 to 21 type game. Definitely. Yeah. 
Not with the weather. Dude, it's just rain and 60 degrees. 60 degrees isn't cold. You put on an air conditioner in 60 degrees, bro. I know. You just said you did. No, he said he keeps the air conditioner at 69. He didn't say nothing about... But I I was like, dude, it's 60 degrees out there, and he said it's warm in my house, though. Yeah. Well, it's not on right now, because for some reason it fucks with my internet, but... So you guys both like the Browns minus four. I like the under in this game. That's my that's my favorite bet. Under thirty eight. I like over thirty eight. I like if I was gonna bet, I'll bet the under with Ben or I'll take Cleveland at home with the points. I don't trust Mitchell Trubisky. Uh, I don't trust and lean Cleveland here. Dude, if I'm getting more than a field goal, give me the Browns because neither of these quarterbacks should be trusted. Jacoby Brissett well, breaking news is not good news, but Jalen Hill, former UCLA forward, has died. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that, dude. See that Hello, well. sad, bro. Yeah. Rest in peace. Yep. All right, let's move on to the next. Uh, the next game here. Uh, we got. What game we got? We got Raiders Titans. Raiders Titans. Raiders right now minus two. Titans plus two. What's your thoughts on this game, Irv? Uh, it's a must win for both teams. Uh, I think the Titans are at home, right? Yeah, in Tennessee. Yeah. Okay, Raiders are. I think the Raiders had a better record on the road than they did at home actually last year. So let's see if that continues or. I don't know. If they start 0-3, man, I don't think they make – well, how many 0-3 teams has made the playoffs in the last five years? Probably not that many. But dude, I don't even think that many in the history of the of the sport has, dude. Yeah, so if they start 0-3, that's not a good sign. It might be time to pack them. But whoever loses this game is not making the playoffs, period, point blank. And they probably can, div- they can definitely forget about winning a division too because, yeah. It's a must-win game for both teams. If the Titans can run the ball, because Tannehill ain't looking good at all, so I think that's going to determine what the what uh, what's going on as far as the Titans. All right, and I got the, the Raiders... answer for you. Zero and three teams, only six teams who have entered zero and three out of one hundred and eighty-two have made the playoffs. When the last time that happened, the Colts with Peyton Manning. And they actually made it to the Super Bowl that year. And so I think one it was 2005. Damn. So, yeah. And they don't have a Hall of Fame quarterback. One of the yeah. best quarterbacks ever. So, yeah. Whoever loses this game, I don't think they're making the playoffs. It's probably going to come down to which QB makes the most plays, honestly. Because it seems like when the Raiders are running the ball and they get a lead, they totally abandon the run game and let Carr start passing. And that short yardage dink and duck trying to take time off the clock clearly didn't work against the Cardinals so if they can get a lead hopefully they keep playing aggressive and and end the game but if the Titans get up that's what they're built to do play defense play with the lead drain the clock so I think the turnover battle whatever QB has the most consistent game Ben what do you think yeah I'm 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 with you on that. I, I think I'm going to lean Raiders here um, just, you know, for the, the fact of, you know, the Raiders have played 
I know Buffalo was a tough team and the Giants have come out strong, but I don't think the Giants are going to continue strong. Um, the Raiders have played a you know a tougher schedule with the Chargers and the Cardinals. Um, you know, they've been putting up points. They've been allowing a lot of points, but Tennessee hasn't put up really any. I mean, 20 points against the Giants, but only seven against Buffalo. And I know Buffalo has one of the best offenses, probably number one DVOA um, in football. But uh, offense, uh, uh, defense, no, and then number what are Niners number one DVOA offense? Oh, yeah, Buffalo's number one DVOA defense, yeah, offense number one DVOA is Baltimore, yeah. So, I, I mean, I know Buffalo has a great defense, but they were still only able to put up seven points, and you got to be able to at least get down to kick field goals, and that's not even happening for Tennessee here, so um. I'm definitely worried about the Raiders defense, but I think they can get enough to take the two point spread. So this is the one thing, dude. And I don't think a lot of people are putting enough into this. Like if you honestly look at the Titans and um, Bill's game, like the Titans had four turnovers in that game, but they were like unforced turnovers. Like they were terrible turnovers, two muff punts, a fumble where Malik Willis literally is going to cut and he like hits it off the back of his tight end. And then the interception that Tannehill threw, he literally threw it to the defensive player. Like there was he was right in front of the wide receiver and he like throws it to him. I mean, those are turnovers that like they're they're rare. They're not gonna happen by, by an NFL team week in and week out. Like there's uh, they no just had four in one game. Yeah, they had four in one game, but they're all unforced. When's the last time an NFL team had four unfor- unforced turnovers? Like those are rare, very rare at this level of play. It's not I get happen. it, but they got their ass dominated, bro. I'm not trying to. They did, but yeah, a big but... part of that is because dude, you turn the ball over four times. I mean, dude, that's a lot. Yeah, and you're not putting up points, but it's, you, it's a turnover is yeah, a but turnover. The Bills' defense is much better than the Raiders' defense. Hold on, I'm checking how many they turned how many times they turned over the ball against the Giants. I think they let's, had one turnover against the Giants. See. Uh two fumbles, one lost, and yeah, that's it. And the Raiders are twenty fourth DVOA in defense. I mean they, they're trash. They're not good defensively at all. What about sacks? Are they getting sacks? I know Crosby had two against the Cardinals, but that ain't really much to brag about. Cardinals have one of the worst O-lines in football. Well, Cardinals actually have the best pass rush win rate in all of football, surprisingly. Uh, Hold on one second. Let me... Actually, it's wrong. The the Las Vegas Raiders are actually 20... uh, In offense, they are 24th. Uh-huh. And they're twenty six in pass DVOA, dude. Uh, and yeah. on defense, they are actually fifteenth. They're sixteenth in in uh, rush DVOA, though. And then hold on, let me see sacks here. Defense. Let's see here. Let's see 
Las Vegas Raiders, they're 11th in, in sack percentage. So, I mean, they're not, like, phenomenal. They're not bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I feel like they're right there in the middle. I don't know. But you got to remember, dude, the, Tennessee at home, right? Five and a half points. No way the Raiders should be laying five and a half versus anybody. Or what is it? Two minus two. two points. Yeah. Eh. That changes things. And you got to think about it at home. They're getting three points. So they're really saying. No, I don't know. I don't think Las Vegas no. is worth three points because they have like 50 50 at no, best. Tennessee. Maybe three points. More like two. I think this is saying like these two are pick them at or uh, the Raiders are probably like five points better neutral field. Yeah. So they are giving them three. I'm not sure if that's the case. Yeah, I'm still leaning. uh, Still leaning Oakland here. It's just Raiders 0-2 ATS right now. uh, Tennessee 0-2 ATS. I think uh, it's going to be a two point game, huh? (laughs) I was definitely going to be another push. push. (laughs) I was definitely down on Tennessee coming into the year. Like I thought the AFC South was definitely the Colts to run away with. That obviously hasn't been the case, but Tennessee has looked much worse than I thought they would. And offensively, we knew like they have to get out in in the lead. Like they have to play from ahead. Like that's how they play. They play with Derrick Henry. They have to lead with Derrick Henry. Well, it's the crazy thing is that you've got two zero and two teams in Indianapolis and Tennessee that could still win this division because Houston's not going to do it. Jacksonville's not going to do it. Jacksonville could win this division. Actually, I think Jacksonville could win the division. They look good. Yeah, why? Why not Jacksonville? And they should be two and zero. Yeah, I mean they barely. It took a miracle for them to lose against uh, against the commies. I don't think we're going to see it long term. That Colts are cooked. <laughs> I'm sorry. <clears throat> Bro, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars have talent, dude. We said it last year when they had Urban Meyer as the coach. It was just the weakness was Urban Meyer. Yeah. And they had a lot of injuries. You know, a lot of injuries. But, I mean, when you're drafting top five every year, bro, you're going to have talent on your team. And they take eight eight defensive players uh, the year before? No, that was, that was Carolina. That was Carolina, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, no, nine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, but Jacksonville, they have talent, dude. And Trevor Lawrence has looked every bit of what we expected of him. I mean, I know he had, like, moments in that Commies game where he wasn't very good. But, I mean, last week. Nah, he looked good last week. He looked very good against a good defense, too. So, yeah, I think that's a – I don't know, man. I I don't like this game. I don't want to bet it. But I'm going to take the Titans plus two here. Uh, just to make a pick. What's the over-under? Over-under is 45 and a half. 45 and a half. I'll go that's, over. I feel like that's kind but, of, I don't know, dude. Well, I, I just don't see that and where they're getting Yeah, that that's from. true because the Titans ain't been scoring points. The Raiders have been putting up enough points. They're averaging 21. Yeah, not that, yeah. the Raiders actually haven't been games. putting up very very many points. But, yeah, sure, not, I thought they put up more. So yeah, I'll take the under in that game. Yeah, I just and, and like I see where Tennessee and I see where they're getting that number because Tennessee is allowing thirty one points per game. 
but that's because of that blowout against Buffalo. Nobody's going to put up 41 on them again. Yeah, probably not, especially so, at home. Yeah. Yeah, and their defense is not bad. So we've seen what that defense could do, even though the Cardinals, I mean, the Bengals had a dog shit O-line. They still had nine sacks in the game. So that lets you know they got talent up front. And the secondary ain't bad either. It's just they linebackers are suspect. They're, the Titans' offensive line is banged up, though. Like, Taylor Lewan did leave in the Giants game, and then he also left in the Bills game, and he left in the on the first drive, dude. Okay, so he got to get healthy. He's playing through some major pain right now. And, and that was when things really changed. I mean, the game was 7-7 when he was in the game. The second he leaves, I mean, you, you saw the, the the Bills were just getting unrelentless pressure on, on – uh, on what's his name? Uh, let's see. Tennessee Titans injuries. Taylor Luan. It's his knee too, bro. They have him listed as questionable, but yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know, dude. I think this is one that you got to kind of monitor throughout the week. Uh, and, you know, in a game like this, you kind of want to predict the line movement. So if you like the Raiders minus two, I think you, you fire away now. Take the minus two. Because that's probably the best number you're going to get. Because it's probably going to move to like Titans plus three, plus three and a half. Which at at which point, if I like Tennessee, this if this line gets to three, three and a half, I'm absolutely taking Tennessee. There's no doubt about it. I'm taking Tennessee. I'd go. I'd go up to three. Uh, but anything over that, if it gets to three and a half, I'd go Tennessee. Yeah, three. I think is going to be a push. To be honest. Well, you know, I don't. I want them motherfuckers to go 0 and 17. So <laughs> the more they lose, the happier I'll be. Sure. I, but I, I'm with you, Ben. I, I actually like this under, dude. I think yeah. I don't think there's there's any reasoning for the under or for the over. Yeah, I'm kind of I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I like the. That's probably going to be my best bet. Actually, I'm. Gonna... Yeah, I've got that written down. So <laughs> I like that under 45. All right, let's move on to the next game here. We got the where are we at? We got the Ravens. Minus. Are we doing Ravens pads? Yeah, yeah. Ravens against the Patriots minus three. Uh, Ravens heading into New England. Very interesting stat here. Uh, John Harbaugh hundred percent against the spread, coming off a loss where he uh, is a dog, or I mean, he's minus three favorite or less. So very interesting stat here. He's never lost against a spread coming off a loss where the spread is three or worse. So basically if if he's laying three, covers the spread every time or worse. Or less, I should say, not worse. Um Irvin, what do you think about this game? I think the Ravens are gonna try to get it back in blood after that loss to the uh, to the Dolphins. So yep. um Ravens by a landslide. I know New England is pretty good at home, and they always gonna have a decently a decent defense. I can't remember the last time that was out of the top ten, top fifteen. But Lamar is clearly playing at a high level right now. They should have won that Dolphins game. I don't know how the hell you let Tua <laughs> throw for five hundred yards and six touchdowns, damn near. Well, almost 506 touchdowns, but I think they bounced back pretty good this week. Lamar's playing at a high level. Even though if I was Lamar agent, he wouldn't be playing at all because there's no way I would let my investment be out there on a prove-it deal when he earned his contract two, three years ago. 
as long as you let him poop at halftime, you're good. You're golden. <laughs> what do you think about this game, Ben? Yeah, I mean, I, I look at it that it's both of these teams have played Miami, and that kind of gives me a good judgment of you know where both of these teams are at. I think Irv, you're right. They shouldn't have lost last week, and you know we look at what they were, you know, end of the third quarter, um, and the Ravens have a substantial lead over Miami. Then you look at what Miami did the Patriots two weeks or last, not this last week, but the week before, you know, and it's a 20 to seven game. Mac did not look good. He did look a little bit better against Pittsburgh, but Pittsburgh hasn't really done anything to show that that was a good win for the and Patriots. They didn't, and they didn't have TJ. So, yeah. So I, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go with that minus three. I think it is a redemption game. Um, because of that loss last week is going to, I mean, you know that that's circled, highlighted, like that's got. Yeah, you don't get over game. you don't get over a loss like that till you get your next win. Yeah, and in your next big win. Yeah. So. Yeah, and I, uh, I don't think there's a chance. Uh, Chris Chris po- uh, commented on our post. By the way, he said uh, Taylor Luan may be out for the year. Damn. So that's something interesting to uh, to take into account. I I haven't seen out for the year, but I I did see that he is still questionable, and, and the fact he left both in both games is concerning. Um, back to uh, the Patriots, so and and the the Ravens. Um, I mean, I lean Ravens minus three. I don't love it because they're going on the road. Uh, Gillette Stadium is a I don't even know if it's still called Gillette Stadium, but, you know, that is a difficult place to play in. New England, while they have been pretty bad, and I do think that they are bad offensively, I still think they are respectable defensively. Um, They are 11th DVOA, and they have played two, or they did play Miami, and they held Miami down, in which Baltimore couldn't do. You know what I mean? So I do think that, you know, Mac Jones he may be able to make enough plays to at least cover the spread here. I do lean the Ravens of minus a three, just because I think that that offense is way too dynamic. And I do think that they're going to be able to score on new England enough to at least win the game. And because it's three points, I would lean Baltimore. I would, I would like this better at less than a touchdown, like a minus two minus two and a half. It's not there. Uh, so therefore it's a stay away game for me. The over under though, I think we could have something over forty three and a half. See, but you got to look at what Baltimore did for the first three quarters against Miami. I mean, you let Miami score twenty eight points. They basically just gave up there. No, they didn't give up. Yeah, it was up, just blown coverage. But that, you're up thirty five to fourteen going into the third. Yeah, they dominated that game, bro. But they they played poorly in the fourth quarter, and they allowed Miami to come back. Like. Miami came back in eight plays. They came back. Uh, it took eight plays. That's what it took. Because yeah. Baltimore's secondary, not good. Right? And that's a concern because if Tua could do that, anybody can do it. Obviously, Mac Jones doesn't have Tyree Kill and Jalen Waddle. I understand. But Mac Jones is a better quarterback than Tua, in my opinion. He don't have better weapons, though. Doesn't have better weapons. I do agree yeah. with that. I, I lean Sometimes, Baltimore here. 
And sometimes weapons can make you look a lot better as a QB than you really are. Look when Dak had all those weapons going for fucking 5,000 yards. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'm going to take Baltimore here for the show's sake, but I'm not taking this in real life. And I lean the over. I like the over because I think Baltimore can score 30-plus points on just about anybody. That's and be, true. And because That's of right. that, you just need, like, four, two touchdowns from New England, which they should absolutely be able to get. I mean, they got two touchdowns on Pittsburgh, which is a much better defense than Baltimore. Yeah. And it was on the road. So I like I like the over in this game actually. That's probably my my play here. Sure. But we're all I like, taking. I like Baltimore. Yeah, I'm going Baltimore minus three. We're, Money all, taking, we're all taking Baltimore money line. Have no value. I mean, you, you're going to have to lay yeah, like minus one fifty. I'm the par- I'm the parlay king. All I look at is money line, baby. <laughs> That's all I care about. And that under under over under. I mean, if you're looking at, at uh, a parlay, minus 165 is not that bad. See? Maybe. I'm still going to go at the minus uh, three for minus 110. But I'll listen to y'all. I'll okay. do I'll do uh, Ravens minus three. All right, so we're all on Ravens minus three in this game. And I'll, I like the over here. All right, let's talk about this next game. We got a, a game between two 2-0 two teams. Uh, we got the Bills heading into Miami. Uh, this line actually opened minus three and a half right now. It's at minus five and a half, favoring the Bills. So they're laying the minus five and a half, and the total is at fifty four. It opened at fifty one. So uh, Bills on the road. Bills are on the road in okay. Miami. Give me the Bills because if Miami plays anything like they played against the Ravens, that game is gonna get ugly. It's probably gonna look a lot like the game against the Titans did. Well, the Miami didn't turn. I mean, they had two turnovers against the Ravens, but um, I just don't see uh, Miami putting up the points on that defense. If you can hold the Rams to ten, keep in mind, dude, the the Bills are banged up, dude. Yeah, the secondary might be a little banged up, but I think as much pressure as that front four is getting, and they don't have to blitz. That might cause some problems for Tua because you know he struggles against zone coverage and. You can start sitting on routes because when he's feeling when he starts feeling the pressure, he refuses to throw the ball downfield. So Ed Oliver also questionable. Bobby Hart is suspended as well. Yeah, that just mean the that just mean the Bills have to speed up the offense a little bit. Probably depend on the run a little bit more or getting Josh Allen on some rollouts if he's going to be under pressure. The Bills could be out three of their starting defensive linemen: Ed Oliver, Jordan Phillips. Both questionable right now. Uh, they are they haven't been reported. They didn't practice today, so we we don't know. We don't have an updated injury list. So I yeah, think- if they don't practice by Thursday, Friday, be pushing it, then they might not be playing. At which point, I think that this may be a take Miami before the line comes down. I'm talking five and a half points though at home. At home. I don't know, man. Bills look like the best team in football, so until somebody gives them a competitive game, keep riding with the Bills. We, but we all talked about how New um, how uh, the Dolphins played better against New England and Baltimore than they should have. If I got minus three and a half, I would love it. Minus five and a half, not so much. 
Two playoff teams have scored a total of 17 points, and yeah. one was the world champion against the Bills. Yeah, but uh, the Rams aren't going to be as good as they were last year. And, you know, they still got a good offense. Not as good Taking as... Taking this at least a seven. And they just beat... The Bills was in the AFC Championship. I mean, no, I know the Titans was in the AFC Championship, what, two years ago? And they still have most of that team intact? Yeah, that's not... That's not a bad team at all. So no, that Titans yeah. team was never going to be as good as they were last year, bro. Never. Probably not, but I'm just saying. Never. They still were. They and still were playoff four team. Unforced I think forced turnovers it, for them to. It wasn't they the number one seed last year. Yeah, but I mean, they were never the number. No one ever thought they were the number one team, dude. They know, played in they like the worst division. That's football. all I'm saying. They, the Bills look like the best team in football, and if they're minus five on the road, I'm taking it all day. Division rival, um, I'm taking the points here. It's just too much for me. Yeah, let's look at that high over under at 53 and a half. I'd probably take the under, to be honest. Yeah, I'd probably say take the under, too. I don't see the Bills. And lightning. Yeah, I don't see the Bills putting up 41 on the on the Dolphins. Yeah, unless and, and the Dolphins are going to have four unforced turnovers that are going to lead to, yeah. you know, in, cool, cool in, points, their own, so. in their own territory. Uh-huh. No, but how many, can, how many can Miami put up? Twenty-one. Well, yeah, I mean Miami has a good offense, dude. So if they put up, if Miami puts up twenty-one, then you're only looking at thirty-two points for for uh, Buffalo. I don't think Buffalo scores thirty-two points. I think the final will be like twenty-eight, twenty-one, or twenty-eight to seventeen, something like that. Yeah, I like the I like the under in this game. I mm-hmm. think it's gonna be a low-scoring game, mm-hmm. and it's gonna be a Miami good weather. Humidity might come into play. Uh, we'll see. Don't they play in I, a dome now, though? Hmm? What's that? Don't they play in like a dome? No, not nah, a dome. It's still open. Tractable. It's open air. Yeah, it's yeah. still open air. Uh, and lightning and thunder. What's the? Can we? What, what was the Bills' record last year in Miami? Do we know? I think they won both. Then they win both games. I don't know. Can we look? Can we look at Josh? I'll, Josh Allen. And I'll, it up right now. I'll look it up in Miami because Miami, dude, they, they, the Miami flu is real, bro. Teams that in cold, but like, that's for West Coast teams traveling to Miami. Nah, works in works in the East Coast too. Look at my look at uh Bill Belichick's record in Miami, dude. It's always been shitty, even when the even when the Patriots were hella better than the than the uh, Dolphins last year at Miami. Buffalo won thirty-five to zero. Mm. What, what what week was that though? Week two. All right. What well, year before? <laughs> yeah. Well, it well, don't they, matter. They play every before. they play every year. It's the same team. Basically, the same team. Uh, yeah. But... At Miami, also week two, Buffalo wins thirty-one twenty-eight. See what I'm saying? And that Miami team two years before that, that was the team that we all thought was going to lose fucking fifteen games. They also won well in Buffalo, fifty-six to twenty-six. Yeah, give me the five and a half here. Yeah, give me the give me the Bills. <laughs> I'm taking the Bills. <laughs> give me the five and a half. I like that. Actually, might be best bet material. I'm You're actually, going Dolphins plus five and a half. I am. Yikes, bro! Every time I go against both of you, I always end up winning. Okay, that's fine. You won't win this one though. <laughs> that's that winning streak. That winning streak is coming to an end. All right, we'll see because it might continue on this one too. 
Uh, we got the Eagles at the Commanders. Right now, Eagles minus six and a half. This is in Washington. Um, It actually opened as a pick. Got bet all the way to minus six and a half. Over under is 47. No. It opened at a pick. Yeah. Damn. Opened at a pick. Well, until the commanders can prove that they can stop turning the ball over and stop somebody on defense, I'm going to take the Eagles. Hey, be careful for the Washington commanders, man. They are actually one of the best offensive teams, surprisingly. (laughs) Yeah, we said they've been putting up plenty of points. They just can't stop nobody. They do have Swiss cheese defense, dude. That is for sure. However, is Chase Young coming back? Who? Is Chase Young coming back? Um, Chase Young, I don't, I doubt he's back this week, dude. Let me see. Then give me the Eagles because that's another guy. When I think he's healthy, he can definitely impact the game. So, no, nah, they don't have him even listed on here. Well, yeah, and until Washington proves that they can stop somebody. And until somebody stops the Philadelphia, I don't see how you can not take Philly here. Mm. Oh. Eagles. I mean, yeah, we know use, you don't believe in Jalen Hurts still. We can use, score in the second half. Well, this is the thing, dude, don't. is, you know, I watched some of that tape back from the second half, and Minnesota really figured out how to neutralize the, the RPO. And once they were able to do that, Philly couldn't move the ball, dude. Philly only had 109 yards of total offense in the second half. Okay, do you trust Washington to figure that out and do that for an entire game? I mean, their no. head coach does have a degree from USC, so he should be intelligent <laughs> enough to um, do so. Let's not, let's not confuse USC with Jack Del Rio. Even when he was at USC, I'm pretty sure that was dog shit. So let's just stick to him. Bro, he played with able... fucking Ronnie Lott. Wait, what year... Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking uh, the junior say all years. I'm thinking they played together. But, no, let's just stick to this. Has Jack Rio showed any shape or form of slowing down anybody? No. And that, that's an issue. So but, what makes you think it's going to change because he's playing against Jalen Hurts, who's actually playing better than both of the quarterbacks that pretty much well, ripped, ripped his defense <laughs> apart the last two weeks. This is the thing, though, is Washington has been good against Philadelphia when Jalen Hurts has been the quarterback. The one game that uh, Philly won against Washington last year, Philadelphia literally had a guy that they got off the street to play quarterback because their entire quarterback room had COVID. So okay. they had to like pull a guy that didn't even know the plays. I play get that, Jordan, but we're talking about here and now. I am. And where's Where's Washington at DVOA? But, this was the same defense <laughs> last year that wasn't okay, good. That, that well, was okay, able to just tell it. me where Washington at at DVOA before we get before we move on. Um, defense twenty eight, twenty eight, twenty eight, right? <laughs> and you're baking on the twenty eighth ranked defense, and you're well. You got to remember, this is we're two weeks in, right? All right, and this Washington de- defense, and and Irv, you, you will admit it too. Like this defense has too much talent. Okay, and they have too much talent on their front four, which means they should be able to have a good pass rush, should help the secondary, and they should be able to get a good amount of stops. But they haven't been able to stop the Jaguars, 
or the but or the Jaguars the, may end up maybe better than we think, and they okay, won that game. I get that, but they haven't been able to stop the Jaguars. They haven't been able to stop. The they beat the Jaguars Lions. though. They stopped them enough to win. Okay, but the Jaguars beat themselves. We all know that they did. Washington did not win that game because of their defense. They yeah, won that, that game because. So in that same aspect, you could say that. The the Titans and Bills game should have been a lot closer if the fucking Titans are now four. Okay, but we're not talking about that. We're but I'm talking saying about, if you're going to use that same logic, you have to use that here too. You can't apply that logic to Why? a team that we've seen that can't be able to stop anyone. Nah, you're just going to magic. You're saying that the defense. Jaguars beat themselves, but the the Washington Commanders didn't make enough plays to to stop them to win. I agree, dude. Washington's defense not great. However, okay. this is a division how many game. Points did, how many home. points did the Jaguars leave on the field against the, uh, Washington? I mean, how many points do a lot of people leave on the field? That's I'm just saying, part of football. It's a game of let's, let's just be real here. I understand you're not a fan of Jalen Hurts. You think it's not so. about it's not about a fan. I don't think Jalen Hurts can win you a championship. Can he win you okay, games fine. in the but regular season? We're talking season? about sure. winning a divisional game, and he's playing pretty. They damn might win. Good. I don't think they're going to cover five and a half. Against a team that's playing like absolute dog shit. Book and score. Okay. And the Eagles. So there could be a backdoor cover. And the Eagles have shown that they're playing pretty good defense. Besides the Lions coming back. They let the Lions fucking. That's what I'm saying though. Backdoor cover, bro. Yeah, but they was playing pretty good defense. Backdoor cover is always available. And we all all know what prevent defense gets you. It gets you beat. Backdoor cover is always there. And to be honest. If, if Kirk Cousins wasn't use. such dog shit in primetime, the Vikings probably win that game if we're being real. They were one for four in the red zone, dude. Okay, I get that. We know because Kirk sucks in primetime, but let's stick to do you think that the Washington Commanders will play good enough defense to stop the Eagles enough to win the game? Yes, I do. No, I don't know about win the game, but they're going to cover the five and a half. I don't even think they covered a five and a half. Because they can always backdoor it because the Eagles always allow backdoor covers because they, they was down twenty two to seven to Detroit. And that's a team we both had under what, five and a half wins? Six. But Detroit might be better than we thought, especially the way they were able to move the ball. Okay, and, and the commanders are just all offense, so they just gonna score enough to they keep They have enough talent on defense. It's been two weeks, bro. Okay, that's they can fine, still be better defensively. That talent is not showing anything. It's not. In two and through two weeks, absolutely hasn't. It has and I'm and I'm shocked. They have what five first rounders on their D line? Yeah, this is a this is a team, though, dude, it's, it's only been two weeks, and this is a team that two years ago was number three DVOA in defense. It's basically the same defense. And their secondary so, is – is their secondary ain't good. And secondary not good either. Secondary is, isn't great, no, but really the where they're struggling is against a rush, which is definitely okay, Philly's – And what are, and what, are the, and what is Philly okay, uh, averaging right now in the run game? I get that, but it's a different kind of run game. And if they neutralize the RPO, which I think they can because I think that film is out there now, they neutralize that RPO, it changes the whole dynamic of how Philly wants to play, dude. And yeah. it's going to force it, Jalen Hurts to throw the ball. I'm, and I don't think he can do that effectively I'm banking against anybody because he wasn't able, able to do it against Washington that. last year. Okay, but he's clearly improved. He's improved when he's throwing the guys wide open, dude. Look at the tape from last week. Look at the tape from the last two weeks. He's throwing the guys wide open because of the RPO, because teams are so scared of the of the run. 
And Minnesota was able to neutralize that in the second half. They completely they, was they completely took the run out and made him make throws, and he could not make throws. He even threw an interception because he threw it a foot okay. and a half over the wide over the running back's fucking head, and it hit him in the fucking fingertips. He's trying to jump up to catch it. Okay, that's fine, but by then they were already down twenty three to seven. Yeah, but dude, they were one for four in the red zone. They had opportunities, but Kirk okay, Cousins but sucks. Can't, okay, but you can't take you, that away. Are you from telling me that? Defense. Are you telling me that Philadelphia? Y'all are getting way too into <laughs> are you, Eagles. Are you telling me that? Hold on, hold on. Are you telling me that Philadelphia? Are you telling me that Philadelphia purposely let Minnesota come back because they wanted to stop them in the red zone? Is that what you're telling me? No, I'm saying they defense stepped up in the red zone. They got stopped. Sure, but their offense couldn't move the ball. Are you telling me okay. that they didn't want to move the ball? That they just wanted to go for but, and out and no, punt? No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying whatever so, Minnesota did to slow down the Eagles in the second half, it didn't affect the outcome. Yeah, because of the game their offense because sucked. Because the, uh, the Eagles played good enough on both sides of the ball to win. Sure, but they were also winning Kirk Cousins, who's two and ten in prime time. Philadelphia's offense sucked. They got 486 yards. Yeah, in 109 in the second half. Okay. It's not sucking. Yeah, 109. Out of four hundred and something, are you serious? Minnesota well, they could not move the ball in the second half. Four in the whole game. <laughs> yeah, because they had four. You divide that in two. That's only a hundred. That's at best one hundred. They had four drives inside the fifty yard line. They couldn't score because okay, they, Kirk Cousins sucks. But you can't dictate Kirk Cousins just sucks. He has an all world wide receiver to throw. Yeah, but to. he, he sucks in prime time. Like that's, that's we've been talking story. about we know this, for this way too the long. E- the Eagles made let's stops. Move on to yeah, let's just face it. We the know Kirk Cousins sucks in primetime, though. Like, that's a known fact. Like, you can just say, okay. like, Kirk Cousins right. is good, but no, okay. we okay. know so he's not good next, in primetime. Like, we know that. It's historically a known fact. Like, we okay, have so what is Wentz going to do? What is Wentz going to do, though? Well, Wentz is better in primetime than Kirk Cousins. I can promise you that. This okay. is a primetime game. Is that? <laughs> it, I, but what I'm saying is that it doesn't matter. Wentz. Wentz, and he has the revenge factor, too, on top Just of that. Just put, put some respect on Jalen Hurst and the Eagles' okay. name. They're going so, to Jordan, shit. you're going plus six and a half. Commanders. Sure, going plus you're six going and a half minus six and a half. Yeah, minus six and a half, and I'm All comfortable right. with the cover. Very comfortable. One All of my right. best bets. Packers-Bucks no next chance. game. No chance, dude. Uh, Packers-Bucks? We got Packers plus two and a half. Buccaneers minus two and a half. This is in Tampa where uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't seem to like to win in the state of Florida. Um, probably because he's doing ayahuasca or whatever. Mike but Evans suspended, though. Mike Evans. So that's definitely going to affect yeah. their offense. Mike Evans Julio, is suspended. Julio might not play. Josh Wells, doubtful. Akeem Hicks, out. Tampa Bay's beat up. Yeah. Tom so Brady I- is getting an extra day, though. Yeah, I'll take uh I feel comfortable with the points with the uh Green Bay Packers. I also have to remember you've got uh the refs on uh Tampa's side. <laughs> Always. Always the Bears played a lot the 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 my bad. The Niners played a lot better, but the the Packers played a lot better Sunday night against a better defense in my opinion. The Bears against the Vikings, so I think them with the points, but plus two and a half. Yeah, I also think it's a big concern though that the Packers could not stop the run on Sunday night at all against the Bears. 
Um, and I think that could be an issue because that's what Tampa Bay is going to want to do, and that's what they do. Yeah, well. but you also have to but factor can, in the Bears have a dual threat quarterback, and the Bucks don't. That's fair, but I mean, like they were getting like ten yards of carry when they're handing it off to Montgomery. Like, yeah, Montgomery averaged uh, eight point one. Khalil Herbert nine point yeah. five. Dude, they it was ugly, bro. Like it wasn't even. Green Bay could not stop the run, dude. And that could be Justin a, Fields, eight carries for 20 yards, two and a half average. And that could be an issue going forward for a team like Green Bay, dude, because if you can't stop the run, it's hard to win football games. You know what I mean? And can yeah, they adjust? Absolutely. Fournette can't run all that great. Fournette, dude, he ran hella good against the Saints, and the Saints are like one of the best run-stopping defenses in the league. 24 carries, six and a half, or six, 65 yards? Dude. Saints are one of the best run defenses in the league. Yeah, but you're averaging. You're talking about an average of two point seven yards per carry. Yeah, but I I promise you the Saint the Packers defensive line is nowhere near yeah. as good as oh, the Saints absolutely. defensive line. Absolutely. Yeah, the more Ben put, the more Ben talks about it, yeah, I'm comfortable with the Packers at the points. I, I just don't. I don't think Fournette is as as strong as he's given credit for. He's a he's a Good running back. He's not anything special. Green Bay, 30th against the rush DVOA. Second to last. Third to last. And they've played the Packers and... No, they played played Dalvin Cook. They played the Bears and the Vikings. Yeah, they played Dalvin Cook and... uh, And what are the uh, Bucks running the ball? Uh, The Bucks running the ball are... 112 yards on average per game. Their twenty third rush DVOA. They've been they've been pretty bad offensively. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, so I think Rogers makes enough plays to cover the two and a half points. I'm gonna go under forty two here too. Tampa is one of the best defenses in the league right now, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you keep blitzing. You blitzing Rogers like you bits uh, Jameis Winston. Good luck. Yeah, that that definitely could kill them for sure. <clears throat> I probably lean uh, Green Bay here too. Just because I think the injury, there's just too many injuries for Tampa to overcome, especially yeah. losing Mike Evans on a on an offense that's already been struggling as is. Yeah, I think that but could be a trouble. Someone did tell me once upon a time that Russell Gage is a one, so he'll be a one this weekend. Let's see how far <laughs> that gets you. A lot of people thought Russell Gage was going to be that guy at one point. Um, yeah, I think I think we're all on. Uh, I think we're all on. Uh, what call it? Packers here. Shout out Tampa Bay. Get ready for L. Let's hope so. All right, let's move over to your Broncos, Irv. Broncos and Niners. 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 Well, minus unfortunately, one and a, Niners minus one and a half right now. By the way, my boy Trey Five is out for the season. A lot of, I, I guess, a lot of some reports came out that the team feels that they're better with Jimmy G. So we'll see. The defense looks damn good though. They got two Trojans. Both of them balling. I can't stand to see a Trojan in red and gold, but, you know, I got to live with it. So Denver is at home. We do have real home field advantage, but is Paul Hackett going to call a good enough game for us to win? Because if we play like we did the last two weeks, this game could get ugly because the Niners, all defense is for real. And my question is is going to be how much is Rust going to step up because it is Jimmy G and the Niners? Because there's that history there. He does own the Niners. 
It could be. I've been hearing a lot about him owning the Niners from Niner fans, but we'll see. This is a pick 'em. So yeah. I'm still you... doing Niners minus minus a point and a half just because of the defense. Um, but I, I don't if it's more than three, I don't know if I'd bet it. What's the over under? Forty five. Probably take the under there. I'll take the under for sure. Yeah. I think the under is pretty good. It did open at a 45 and a half. It's only been bet down to 45. So I think that's a pretty good number to take there. I think that's pretty yeah, fair. Judy but... is clear for practice. Patrick Sertan, the second, is clear for practice. So we are going to be healthy. We are going to be missing Justin Simmons, though. So it didn't hurt us too bad against the Texans, but they were able to get a good amount of uh, completions over the middle of the field. So that might be a concern not having Justin Simmons. So we'll see. But I think it's definitely going to be a close game. Could come down to a field goal or an untimely turnover or something like that. These are two pretty good teams. Both teams should be in the playoffs. So we'll see how it works out. Whoever wins this game is going to be a big win for that team. Could prom- could uh, uh, jumpstart them to a pretty good win streak. So keep an eye on that too. Yeah, I think it's going to be, um, you know, Russell Wilson – you know, Irv, I, I said it before the year. I was like, you know, there's a lot of questions about him and we that aren't answered, and we're going to get those answers this year because the, the excuses are no more because he has everything he needs. I think this is one of those games because he looked like dog shit against the Texans, dude. Like, he looked awful. And he looked good against the, against the Seahawks, to be honest. They just couldn't score because they fumbled the ball twice in the red zone. You know what I mean? That's like very – that's not going to happen very often. Yeah, our problem is not the 20 to the 20. It's when we get past the 20, yeah. what the hell are we going to do? What they're going to do in the red zone. And, and that could be that could become an issue because I do think that you're going to have to you're gonna have to convert in the red zone, both these teams, not just the Broncos. Yeah, the you got to convert. The Broncos have to convert in the red zone to beat teams like the Chargers or the, or the, um, the Chargers and the uh, Chiefs. Chiefs. You're not going to kick field goals and beat those two teams. Yeah. I, because of the home field advantage, dude, I think I'm, I'm going to take the Broncos here. I'm going to take the one and a half because the Broncos, in my opinion, have arguably them or the Seahawks have like the best home field advantage. Um, obviously, mile high, that's it's real. Like the altitude is real. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the point and a half. Plus, with Russ's history, he's 20 and three against the Niners in his career. So like he's really dominated the Niners. So I like the. Uh, I like I like the I like the Broncos here, man. I think I think they're gonna get this done. I think that they finally figure things out here. Their defense has been good too. Uh you know, they held they held the Seahawks to under seventy five yards of offense in the second half of that Monday night game. They just couldn't convert in the red zone. That was really the biggest thing. But like I said, it's football, a lot of crazy shit happens happened in that game. It just seemed to the ball bounced Seattle's way. Denver at home here, give me the point and a half. Yeah, gun to my head, I'll take the point and a half because we're at home. But I really like the under, though. Yeah, I think the under. Both, I think both defense, both defenses, top five in DVOA, right? Yep. So yeah, could be a defensive struggle. Uh, yeah, they're both top five, which probably means that it's gonna be a shootout. Okay, that's usually how it works. Whenever there's two good defensive teams, it always ends up being a fucking shootout, dude. Yeah, but it is is. The are the Broncos rated so high because they played the Seahawks and 
the Texans. I mean, the Texans aren't terrible, and DVOA is weighted, so it's it's weighted based on opponent average and stuff. Yeah. Um. The the thing though with the Seahawks, so is the Seahawks didn't even have a ton of yards, dude. Like the Seahawks didn't move the ball at all. It's just the Broncos had two terrible turnovers in the mm-hmm. red zone, which basically cost them the game. Yeah. You know, you take those two turnovers away, and the likelihood of having two turnovers in the red zone. I mean, it's happened on the one, one yard line. <laughs> it's happened one time in the history of this game, or since nineteen eighty two. But I mean, it's very uncommon. Like it took a miracle, basically, for Seattle to win that game. And then it's the Texans again. You know, the Broncos' biggest weakness was that they couldn't convert in the red zone. Like that was it, and they didn't move the ball very well. But the Texans, if we're gonna be honest, they're a much better team than people people think they are. Yeah, I got to get them some credit. I thought they was, yeah, and they're a well coached team too. They look a lot better. They're a well-coached team, and they have a lot more talent than people think. And, honestly, and they should have won they, against the Colts. They, yeah, they probably could have won the Broncos game, too. I mean, Davis Mills had a True. couple bad drives at the end that kind of cost them. But give me the point and a half, dude. I like I like the Niners. I like their run game. I like their defense. And honestly, I do think Jimmy G gives them a better chance to, to make it further in the playoffs. But I just think this is this is a tough spot. Sunday night in Denver, mile high. The place is gonna be rocking. Bronco fans are gonna be jumping, and they're underdogs at home, dude. When's the last time the Broncos were an underdog at home? Probably the AFC Championship against Tom Brady last year, multiple times. Well, that's yeah. when we didn't have a quarterback, so wouldn't be surprised. And they probably covered so, yeah, a lot of the times they were dogs <laughs> at home. They probably covered a lot of times they were dogs at home. Actually, let's look it up. Let's check it. I'm interested to see that. Let me see here. Denver Broncos. Where are we at? Denver, Denver, Denver. Damn, the Monday night game is Dallas and New York. Yep. Gotta love it. Jesus Christ, dude. Why do they do this to us, bro? They thought it was going to be a shellacking when they uh, scheduled it. All right, so Denver at home last year, they were dogs against the Chargers, and they didn't cover dogs against the Raiders, and they covered uh, KC. They were dogs, and they covered. They were fifteen and a half point dogs, and they covered. Damn, half point dogs, and they covered. And then that's that's all the data I have so far. So, I mean, Denver is a good, good home. This is a better team than last year, too. Although I don't like your head coach. Nathaniel Hackett, I think, isn't a good head coach, but it's to be determined. Ben, what are you taking? Are you taking Niners? Of course I'm taking Niners. Defense is, is just too strong. It puts to shame anything that the Broncos have put up. We have, have gone against this season, so. Uh, yeah, I mean, Seattle's defense isn't that bad. They're terrible. I mean, you guys could barely move the ball against them. What was the final score of that game? 27-7. Yeah, and you guys had like 20 points at halftime. You couldn't even do anything in the second half. Oh, let me guess. You let them come back. That's the theme of the night. 
let them come back. Nah, was, nobody let nobody come back. Who said they came back? They exactly. only scored seven points. Seven points. No, nah, but they weren't. You're, they weren't. They weren't trying to move the ball. They were trying to get first down. No, it's not about the what try to move the ball. You're trying to make an excuse about yeah. Kirk Cousins not converting in the in the, in the, in the red zone, <laughs> and we said the defense played good enough to stop them. And oh, the defense absolutely did play good yeah. enough to stop them, but the offense couldn't do anything in the second half. Okay, that's fine. They built up a lead, so it doesn't matter if they got shut down. <laughs> yeah, but you still don't want to just sh- get shut down, dude. Okay, that's we'll fine. See, hey, once that, film, not... that film's out there now, we're going to see this right, weekend, baby. Let's get some best bets going. Yeah, let's go, bet. y'all! <laughs> All right, let's My get best some... bet, I'll lead it off. Ravens minus three on the road against the uh, uh, Patriots. Take that to the bank. That's the only one? Oh, two? Yeah, what's another? Give me a second one. Uh, another best bet I like. I like um, I like the Bills. No, Packers. Minus two and a half. Or plus, oh, they plus plus two they? and a half. Plus, plus two, two and, and a half. half. Yeah. yeah. All right, I, I too am going to go with Baltimore minus three. I think that's a you know it's a, a great line there. I think it is going to be a comeback game. And if you look at the way that these two teams have played against Miami, Ravens should have beat them. Patriots kind of got trounced 20 to 7 there. So I'm going to go uh, Baltimore in the comeback game at minus three. And then uh, I'm going to go Raiders and Titans under 45 and a half. I think this is way too high. I mean, I think this is majorly inflated by the Buffalo uh, loss, or sorry, Buffalo win against Tennessee, um, where there were 48 points put up in that game, 41 to 7. I don't think the Raiders are going to even come close to that. Um, and you've got Tennessee averaging 13.5 points. I think there'll be maybe 40 points here. Uh, I think 45 is 45 and a half is way too much. Yeah, my bet, my two best bets. I'm going to go Oakland, Tennessee under 45 and a half. I completely agree. I just don't think that there's going to be a ton of offense in this game because of that. Give me the under 45 and a half. And then as my second best bet, I'm going to go Washington Commanders plus six and a half at home division game. Give me the home team. <laughs> Give me once in a lifetime, baby. Let's go. Take me to the bank, baby. I'm unpacking the L. It's coming up. Bro, all right, Irv, let's do this. If the commanders cover six and a half or five and a half, six and a half, six and a half it is. Mm-hmm. They cover six and a half. You're drinking Hennessy on the show. What, what shots again? Yeah. If, That's fine. If the commanders... Uh, don't cover six and a half. Your boy taking shots. Okay. I'm going to write it down here. I'm glad I'm just chilling on the sideline here. <laughs> My boy Jalen Hurts go bring it home. They win it plus by 10 minimum. Are you willing to, are you willing to make that the shot bet? 10 points? Nah, we we doing cover. I'm just doing what I think. is. I'm just saying what I think is going to happen. Hey, I mean, you like them minus 10, I'll take the plus 10. Nah, I'm not giving you plus 10. I'm giving you the spread that we just agreed on. All right. Let's go. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go one up with you guys. Whoever loses, I'm going to take a shot with them because I've never had Hennessy before. So uh, <laughs> my first shot of Hennessy. I am not drinking Hennessy, dude. There's no fucking way. Oh, yeah, of course you're doing Hennessy. No, dude. I'll throw We're up, bro. I will throw up. I will literally vomit on this kick on right here, dude. Okay. Just the well, smell of it will make me okay. throw up. Irv, you lose. I'm doing a shot of Hennessy with you. 
right, Jordan. I'll do if whiskey. You lose. You do whiskey. Okay, then I'll have a shot of whiskey. Whiskey or tequila. I'm not doing no Hennessy though. Dog. Okay, well let me know and I'll get a <laughs> bottle. I don't have either. But I have whiskey, but I don't have anything I can take a shot of. So, all right, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, thank you everybody for joining us. Make sure to go to devour.com or download the Devour app straight to your mobile device. Use promo code Taproom for ten dollars off your first purchase of twenty five dollars or more. That's free craft beer delivered straight to your front door. You don't even have to move. What a lovely, lovely service. Capitalism. Welcome to welcome to Heartbreak this weekend for you. Nah, never, <laughs> dude. Never. Never. I always make smart bets, man. Uh, thank you for joining us. Make sure to join us tomorrow night. Irvin and I will be back 9.15 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We'll be talking college football. We'll be breaking down some games, handicapping them, picking them. We got a great slate on deck, which we kind of talked about a little bit last night. Very much looking forward to that. For Big Ball and Ben Larson, Swerving Irving, I'm Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks. Last, we will catch y'all later. Have a blessed Wednesday. Let's go. Peace.